0: What a great time to be a Giant, be a fan of the Giants. Like We have something going here. We're doing something special, and you know, you can see it from the outside and inside. It's even more beautiful. Reflecting on everything that got me here, just to see that uniform, and you know, I, I watched, that's the scene I watched the most growing up, because my dad was a Giants fan, so. Once a Giant, always a Giant. For me, it's only a Giant. Welcome, everybody, to a special edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by NorthJersey.com and The Record. I am your host, Art Stapleton, and you can exhale, Giants fans, finally. You not only got in the end zone as an offense, twice, in fact, in a matter of five minutes and 20-something seconds, for the first time since week two and that historic comeback against Arizona, You are on the winning end of a performance here. First time all season at MetLife Stadium. 14-7 the final score. And boy, it's something about Washington and the Giants for a legacy game. And these throwback uniforms, the throwback field, with all the bunting in the stadium, trying to harken back to the old Giants stadium. This defense kind of made those defenses a little proud today. You know, I think Dexter Lawrence said it best, the idea of, yeah, I hope they would be impressed with what they were able to do. Now, you know, the Giants defense at this point was going against Sam Howell and the Commanders. And I still don't know why Washington refuses to run the football with Brian Robinson Jr. But that's for another day. Uh, the reality is that every time the Giants needed to respond, they did today, you know, and there were a lot of plays that had they come up short at the end of this game, you would have looked back on and really felt terrible about if you're a Giants fan and the Giants. Kayvon Thibodeau had an opportunity for a potential pick six, let the ball slip through his fingers, no interception. Then, Sterling Shepard muffed that punt. Now, that's as much on Shepard. Yes, you gotta make the play, you're paid to make that play, but he's also been put in a very difficult situation. You know, early on, Eric Gray, the rookie, as a punt returner, muffed a punt. The Giants talked all week on how it was gonna be difficult in the swirling winds today, and it definitely was true probably seen most on the punt returns. Then Graham Gano missed a field goal early on uh, into the direction uh, that seemed to be swirling most, especially for the first half of the game. And it was real. And then you have Tress Way, who is an excellent punter for Washington. He's been that going since since the Tom Coughlin days. Coughlin used to always talk about Tress Way uh, when he went into his diatribe every week about the on, the upcoming opponent. But Sterling Shepard, the second punt returner up after Gray muffed one early, the Giants got that one back. Shepard muffed that punt in the beginning of the third quarter, really gave life to Washington. They end up scoring with Robinson Jr., and then 14-7 is the final score. Uh, but you talk about what this team was able to do Without Daniel Jones again and give Tyrod Taylor a credit. That's why he's here. You know, I don't want to hear about a quarterback controversy You know, Daniel Jones plays against Washington today, and I know it's difficult to say But you know, this is the get-right game for Daniel Jones Washington has always been the get-right game for Daniel Jones, but give Tyrod Taylor credit You know this offensive line the left tackle Justin Pugh two weeks ago was out of football the right tackle Tyree Phillips was in Philadelphia for the first six weeks on their practice squad. Not with the Giants. The Giants essentially told him twice that he wasn't good enough. They cut him in the original cut down to 53 and then they cut him from the practice squad. You know, guys are mixing and matching up front. Marcus McKeithen moves from right guard to left guard. Ben Bredesen still playing center for John Michael Schmitz. Mark Gluinski went back to right guard. Uh, and against this Washington defensive front, you got to give them a lot of credit. But truly this defensive performance is really what you need to know, and resiliency. You know, Bobby O'Carake told me, you know resiliency wins in this league. And for really, for the first time since that second half in Arizona, the Giants backed up their words. They've always felt like they were a resilient team, but when push came to shove, they were the one getting shoved to the ground until today. We saw what happened last week against Buffalo. They let it, left it to chance. No flag on what was clearly defensive pass interference against Darren Waller at the goal line. So the Giants had to suck it up and leave Buffalo without the upset win that they really earned and deserved. You see what happened at Buffalo today, up in Foxborough, losing to New England. The Giants kind of tuned them up a little bit for the for the Patriots. But this game came down to several big plays made by the Giants. And one of those is Rookie Tay Banks. I mean, he traded punches with Terry McLaurin, uh, figuratively, not literally, You know, and he gave up some plays. McLaurin is an outstanding player. But in the fourth quarter, when they were going down and trying to score the tying touchdown the first time, McLaurin runs an underneath route, a crossing route, and you could see Tay Banks, from our view up in the press box, was beaten by about a half a step. So McLaurin makes that play, and it was on a third down and he tackles them five yards short of the sticks and years past I I can say this with confidence I don't know if there's a corner that the Giants have had since Terry McLaurin's been in Washington that would actually have made that play that Banks made we've seen too many times Giants corners kind of put their heads down when plays get made against them that was not how Banks played today and Banks just showed his toughness and his resolve. He makes that tackle, and the reason why it was such a big play is that on the next play, fourth down, Washington decides Riverboat Ron continues to go against the reputation that he earned down in Carolina, and they end up kicking an a ex- uh, field goal that was a chip shot. And Leonard Williams blocks the field goal. And that was a huge swing then we come down wasn't it familiar sunday night football in december last year down in landover at fedex field washington driving to try to get the tying score in a game that both teams needed and that night it was curtis samuel in the end zone and darnay holmes broke up the play but everyone watching it knew at some point it probably should have been pass interference On Darnay this time it was clean Giants were aggressive they came out in zero coverage Wink Martindale wouldn't have had anything less Sam Howell rolled a little bit fired behind Jahan Dotson right at the goal line Jason Pinnock was closing fast on the play and had Dotson caught that ball even if he doesn't get in the end zone it's first and goal at the one and the ball falls incomplete and the Giants take over. Couple kneel downs from Tyrod Taylor and the Giants win 14-7. Dexter Lawrence was dominant today. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau with a sack and a half. Uh, Lawrence had eight pressures in the game, just dominated Nick Gates. Uh, You know, it was good seeing old friend Nick Gates. When he arrived at the stadium, he walked past the Giants locker room, stopped, ducked into the equipment room, said hello to old friends. And then when, you know, at some point in the game when Xavier McKinney was called for a personal foul uh, for hitting a defenseless receiver, uh, which is always going to get called for a safety, safeties cannot play that ball anymore uh, and end up hitting the receiver. It's just not going to happen in this league. They're not going to allow you to make that play. Uh, And Gates had a problem with it, kind of ran up to McKinney, went face mask to face mask. You know that fire from Gates. A lot of people, including myself, said, "You know what? The Giants have been missing that." And you know they had that fire today. And yeah, you can sit here and you could point to a lot of a lot of plays and say that was ugly football. At times, it was definitely ugly, ugly football. But this team can't worry about style points. They are now two and five. And you can say woulda, coulda, shoulda, all these things that should have happened. Uh, winning this game kind of gives you a little reset and now you get ready for the Jets this week gives you some juice the way this defense has played the last couple weeks you got to think that they're going to give the Jets a hard time as well now this Giants offense will they get back Daniel Jones certainly sounds like that's what the Giants expect and as I've said you know what you have in Tyrod Taylor Uh, Daniel Jones is your starting quarterback so you'll have to see how that plays out But I do think that if Jones is cleared for contact and healthy, he will start. I think there's a chance that Andrew Thomas comes back this week. I know Adam Schefter had a report early Sunday morning, but that's really what we've been saying all along. The Giants were trying to be extra cautious. He had a setback in practice, but only because he ended up coming back too soon. Now they wanted to take that extra week to get Thomas ready. I think Thomas comes back. I think Justin Pugh will then kick inside to left guard, which will make them better at left guard. Then you have to see if Evan Neal can come back from his ankle injury. If not, Tyree Phillips will play there. Uh, and you know, look, this this Giants offensive line gained something today against that defensive front of Washington. Those guys aren't any slouches. I mean, that's a top five defensive line in the league when they're going well. And Chase Young, you know, gave Pugh some headaches today. There's no doubt about it. But I think back to when Pugh said earlier in the week, there are going to be plays that he fails to make as a player. He's trying to come back. He's battling. 2015 is the last time Justin Pugh was at left tackle. And he not only went against the Buffalo Bills last week, but now he goes against Washington. And Chase Young got him for two sacks today. Although one is probably against Pugh and the other one is against nobody because the Giants had a play action pass called for Ty, uh, Tyrod Taylor to roll out to Chase Young's side and nobody was there to block Chase Young. So, you know, I know there's a lot of talk of how much control Brian Dable was going to have this week. And, you know, there was a report from Pat Leonard of the Daily News, the idea on Sunday morning that Brian Dable was involved in everything and meetings. He was leading offensive meetings. And I thought Darren Waller's response when he was asked about that was perfect. And I typed it on my phone at the time. So I'm going to call that up before I close out today's postgame pod. And he said it was on the intensity that Dable showed this week. And Waller said should be that way. Can't let let things slide. I'm actually surprised Abel didn't do it sooner. You know this team was skidding into nowhere, and as I wrote in my column on NorthJersey.com, and hopefully you guys will, will read that, I put it out on social media as well. You know the reality is that this was a season heading nowhere, and it may still end up in that same destination. We're not sure what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks. They play the Jets. We know how badly both franchises are going to want to win that game. We know the Jets are coming off their bye after beating the Eagles. They're going to be flying high. And the Giants are just kind of scraping by. I mean, that's really what it is. But weird things happen in this league. And I said it a couple weeks ago. You know, the Detroit Lions last year after the trade deadline and the first week of November were 1 and 6. And they ended up as the hottest team that nobody wanted to play and they were fortunate the rest of the NFC that Detroit didn't make the playoffs now I'm not predicting that for the Giants they may not win another game this year but I'm just talking about the NFL and how one game could kind of change everything for teams and this was not pretty this was a throwback in many ways but the Giants got it done when they needed to get it done and You know, we can talk all about what they didn't do, but what they did do is finally get a win. And you know what? If they had won a couple of those games ugly, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about saving the season at 2-5. and And I don't know if they've saved the season necessarily, but they've certainly saved the next week because there's something to play for now against the Jets next weekend. And it'll be entertaining to see how this week takes shape. 2 and 5. That's where you're at. You didn't expect to be there, but the Giants have a little life left in this season. We'll see if it carries through to Halloween and see what comes from there. The other play, the other thing I want to mention before we talk about other things and end the show is Saquon Barkley. You know, he said after the game, obviously he knew the fumble was a killer. That set up Washington on that final drive, fumbled inside the 10. Uh, Good play by DeRon Payne, ripping the ball away. He had hyperextended his elbow early on in the game. That's what Barkley uh, had with the injury. And, you know, he said, you know, Joe Shane and Brian Dable had kind of pulled him aside this week, had a little conversation, said, you know, they plan on having him here for the remainder of the season regarding the trade deadline. Saquon said he wanted to be here. Uh, And he kind of joked and He wasn't necessarily referring to Shane and Dable He was referring just they He said they would have have wanted me out of here If we had lost that game because of the fumble And you know what, he's right Uh, But it didn't happen And now the Giants have their win Their first win since week two Let's see what happens And we'll go through the rest of the week uh, And get ready for Giants-Jets It's not exactly how we expected it Back when we talked about it in the preseason But let's go let's get ready for it so hard-earned win we appreciate you being all in and we'll be all in as well talk to you this week